Hi, lawyers. Welcome back to the Wildly Successful Law Firm podcast. I'm your host, Nermeen, and today I'm answering the question about what you need to do before you hire your first law firm associate. So I know it's that time of year where it's the beginning of the year. You're thinking this is going to be the year that I make a lot of money. I'm going to expand. I'm going to you know, hire an associate, I'm gonna expand my practice area, you're thinking about all the growth you're gonna experience, but before you get ahead of yourself, I want you to ask three really important questions before you hire your first law firm associate or your next one, okay? So let's get right into these questions. Question number one that I have for you. Can you, as a law firm owner, afford to hire a new associate? My rule of thumb has always been and will always be for any new employee you want to hire, make sure you have three months of money set aside for them. That's three months of their salary that you're not going to touch. That's going to be there day one when they start. Here's why I recommend that. So often people go through and hire someone because they see money in their account. They see work that's coming in that they're turning away. They're like, oh, I need to hire someone. Okay, so they hire someone, they go through a little increase in work and workload and revenue, and then things normal out again. And they made this decision based on something that was temporary. They didn't put away enough money to be able to afford this person long-term. And then what happens is when things return back to normal, they don't have the funds for this associate now. Remember, they are a salaried employee, which means they get paid no matter what. They're going to get paid even if you don't get paid because that is the agreement that you have with them. Oftentimes as a business owner, there's no guarantee that you're going to pull payroll, that you are gonna get paid for that pay period. So I really want you to remember that as an owner, you want to make sure that you have set aside three months of salary because I don't want you to get to a place where you've hired this person, you're really excited, business comes in, business goes away, and then you're on the hook. And now you're asking yourself, do I pay them or do I pay me? That is such an unnecessarily stressful place to be in. So before you make this decision, ask yourself, can I afford this associate right now? If you can't right now, wait six months put aside the three months of salary, make sure that the business is continuing to grow and continuing to come in. It's very important here for you to act as a business owner and not just a lawyer who's getting work. I want you to think about it from a perspective of long-term growth and long-term strategy, not trying to put out a fire that's immediate We want this to be a long-term decision because it is going to affect you and your firm's financial strategy. So please make sure that you are making this right decision and truthfully answering this question. Can I afford this associate? Hey, law firm owners, take two seconds right now and please hit the like and subscribe button below. It goes a long way for the growth of this channel that just helps other law firm owners like you do the right things to grow their practice. 
Thank you so much. All right, so the next question here is, let's say you've got the budget, you've been putting money aside, you've been very diligent, wonderful, congratulations. I now want you to ask yourself, do you have the time to hire and to train effectively? These are two separate things, okay? I wanna take you through the steps that you will need to go through when you are looking to hire someone. It is a multiple hour long process. And even if you outsource it, it is still multiple hours of your time. If you do it on your own, and let's say you post on Indeed or you post on LinkedIn, you're looking at about 10 to 20 hours of, of time that you're gonna spend hiring. And here's where that time comes in. You're going to write the job description and you don't wanna write a generic job description. You really want this to be intentional and meaningful and you want it to truly capture what your practice is and what you are looking for in this associate. That might take you an hour. Then you'll post it on the appropriate channels. Another hour. Then you'll start reviewing resumes that come in, two to three hours. Then you're going to start scheduling interviews, not even having the interviews, but scheduling them because oftentimes scheduling them is a back and forth email process. Uh, can you do this time? No, let's do this time. Well, how about this time? You're gonna go back and forth. Then you're gonna get to the interview where you're gonna do at least two interviews of how many ever people you are working with, whether it's one person, whether it's five people that you're, you've got in the interview process, that's gonna be a thing too. And oh, by the way, before you interview them, you're gonna to wanna to have a standardized list of questions to make sure that you're asking the right questions to everyone and that you've, you've not asked one person something and then forgot to ask someone else this other thing. So that whole time process of hiring and trying to find 10 hours of time is probably gonna take you 30 days. Then let's say you decide to, to, you've hired someone, they're great, they've accepted your offer. Now we move to the next phase, employment contract, you've got the and you've got the actual training of this employee and there is an official onboarding process that needs to take place which will include the employment contract which will also include any wage information any tax paperwork any payroll setup that needs to happen here if you don't have an admin in your office and this is something that you will be doing even if you do have an admin, I know that this is still something that a lot of law firm owners do. In your mind, you're like, oh, it takes no time to do this paperwork. But it's also time that you could be spending billing. It's time that you could be spending doing other things. And it is going to be something that you need to take into consideration as you're going through this process. Now, I know a lot of you are just gonna take training very lightly because I've seen it from so many of you. And let me tell you something, if you are going to bring on an employee who's going to be an extension of your brand, your name on the door, it is your responsibility. I'm gonna say that again. It is your responsibility to make sure that they are trained in the ways that you do things. That doesn't just mean the administrative way that you want things done, which is file your or label your files according to this system. And then I want you to, you know, submit your payroll by Friday, put your hours in by Thursday, whatever that admin process is, 
That's one piece of the training. The second piece of the training is making sure that this person that you just hired understands how you do things as a lawyer. What is your quality of work product? Make sure that they understand what you are looking for and what your expectations are when their name is signed on the line, whether it be for an immigration form, whether it be for a will, whatever it is, it's still your name that's attached to that document. So you gotta make sure that they understand how you want things done, not how other people want things done or what other people's expectations are. It's about you, this is your firm. You may have to untrain some of the ways that they learn how to do things. And you might need to have a conversation with them that says, at my firm, this is how I do things. This is how documents are sent to the court. This is how I review uh, contracts. This is how I write my wills. This is the format that I prefer to use. I need you to understand that this process is crucial because it would be such a waste of time if you went through this whole conversation with yourself of, yes, I'm gonna hire someone. Yes, I've put away money for a budget. Yes, I'm gonna interview all these people. Yes, I've found someone. And then it doesn't work because you're frustrated with what their work product is and how they are submitting things to you as the business owner. This process, I usually recommend in the first 90 days for training to take place with you. And you need to set aside a minimum of two hours every week to train that associate. I do not care if they are a fifth year associate. I do not care if they came from big law. I do not care if they came from the DA's office and have done more criminal trials than you have. I don't care. You need to spend the time training them on how you want things done. Because the conversation I'm so tired of hearing is, well, I brought someone on and I'm still doing the work. So why did I bring them on? Every fucking attorney I know who's ever fucking hired someone has said that fucking statement. And if you can tell, I am frustrated. And the problem lies in the expectations of the attorney that's hiring. You hire thinking you're hiring for skills and experience and culture and all of these things. That is true, but they still need to be trained on how you want things done so that you never make this statement, well, I hired someone, but I'm still doing all the work. I don't want that to be you, so please, Put aside 20 hours to train this person, 15 hours to train this person. They might get annoyed, but in the process, you guys are learning more about each other. It's building connection to your firm. If that person was left to a different firm where they weren't being trained, they have no connection to the ownership of the firm. They feel like they are just one of the many. So by you taking the time and effectively 
training them and sitting with them and helping them understand this process, you're not only building their skill set and helping them understand how you want to do things, but you're also building loyalty in the process. And I don't want you to overlook that. I don't want you to skip that process. It's incredibly important if you decide that you're going to hire an associate in your firm. Okay. Third and final question that I want you to ask before you hire an associate in your law firm. Here it is. Who is responsible for generating new business for this associate? Is it you or is it the new attorney? It is your responsibility when you are at the hiring process, when you are writing that job description, you need to be so clear in the job description, in the interview, in the training, who is going to be responsible for business development. If it's not you and it's them, you need to tell them that they are required specifically to generate, for example, if their uh, monthly salary is $7,000, then they need to generate at least $10,000 of business every month. And if their rate is 400 an hour, then you just tell them that this is the number of hours that you will need to bill for. And you will have to generate that business for yourself. That is not your traditional model, but I do see a lot of small firm associates having to get caught up and in the process of business development. And it can be very difficult for them. So you may want to make a grace period where maybe the first year you are sending them business, but after the first year, they are responsible for generating their own business. If that's not the case and you're always going to generate business for them, then let them know that it's not part of their responsibilities. However, you then need to allot additional time for yourself for developing someone else's book. You need to do more activity than you have in the past because whatever that activity was supported you and only you. Now you have someone else on your payroll and you got to make sure that they are being supported in the process, which means you've got to work twice as hard to generate the revenue to give enough business for two people. Now, if you are going to make them responsible for business development, you have to tell them that and you can definitely offer them an increase in terms of a percentage of their billables or a percentage of the revenue generated if they originate, right? So these are three incredibly important questions that I want you to ask before you go out and hire a law firm associate. I'm going to be honest with you. This shit is not sexy. No one wants to hear this when they want to hire a law firm associate. I get it. I really do. You just want to hire someone and you're just so excited. You want to get this work off your, off your list. You want to give them the shit work so you can focus on the sexy stuff. I get that. But what happens if there's not enough work for the both of you? What happens if they are not effectively trained? And after this whole hiring process, after six months, they leave to go somewhere else. I really want you to think about all of these things. I want you to build a business that is successful, that is sustainable, that has strategy. So ask yourself these three strategic questions before you hire an associate. And as always, you can buy the book that has all of these questions and all of these answers. The link is below. And if you get it before March 31st, 
I will answer one of your questions about your law firm and that's included in the price of the book. Again, thank you so much for listening in to this podcast. Thank you for listening to this episode. Please share with anyone who's thinking about hiring an associate. Please like and subscribe. It goes a really long way. Thank you so much. And I will hang out with you again here next week on the Wildly Successful Law Firm podcast. See you. Bye, lawyers.